You're listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad you could join us today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Can only feel the number of people out there being like, "What's going on?" First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there. Hardman, jackpot, Kansas City. And this was the Andy Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special. We talked about he was saving all day. He's going to fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they win it by three on this touchdown throw to Nicole Hartman, who started the season as a Jet. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Casting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda, and this week's episode is for Wednesday, uh, February 14th, 2024. Happy Valentine's Day to all those who uh, celebrate and acknowledge this day. Uh, for this week's episode, we're talking Super Bowl 58. Uh, incredible game, really fun game. A uh, little sloppy at times, <laughs> but still, I thought it was really entertaining and great. If you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I love the Super Bowl. I love everything about it. So it's on, it's pretty much a guarantee that after every Super Bowl, you'll probably hear me recording about it, talking about it on the podcast, as long as the podcast is still going on. So uh, this year is no exception. Super Bowl 58, uh, Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sure everybody listening is aware, watched the game and saw it, or at least aware that the Chiefs won. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, a Super Bowl MVP. So it's always great just to reflect on the fun time that is the Super Bowl, the co- huge cultural event that it is. So again, we, we talk Super Bowl, we talk the game itself, we talk halftime show, we talk uh, commercials, we talk food. Uh, joining me will be good friend of the show, uh, frequent collaborator, Nick Turner. Unfortunately, Tom McNeil and Tyler Ivansich, who were invited to come on the show, weren't able to make it. So hopefully in the future, I can uh, arrange a time to have them both on the show. It's been a while since uh, either one of them had been on. Excuse me. So it'd be really cool to have them both back on for another episode. And in the meantime, though, Nick and I hold down the fort. I think we have a really cool conversation talking about those four aspects of uh, the Super Bowl itself. And we even jump into some uh, Kobe Bryant talk, talk, Laker talk, talking about uh, his recent statue that was uh, shown and erected at uh, Staples Center. I'm sorry, rather uh, Crypto.com, rather uh, Crypto.com Arena. So it's a really fun conversation. It's always great when Nick is able to join me on the show. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the show. Uh, I want to go ahead and answer, insert uh, some uh, interview clips from Patrick Mahomes, who won league. I'm sorry, not league MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVP for this year's game. So here we go. This is Patrick Mahomes talking to the press uh, about the, the Chiefs' big win. Third time in five years. I know all rings are great. Is this one the most satisfying based on where you were, losing five of eight at one point in the regular season? 1,000%. I mean, just um, the attitude of the team to never give up, always be, always believe, and uh, to continue the fight, um, it, it, it's special. And I'm proud of the guys, man. I mean, we battled uh, through and through, all the way through the playoffs into the Super Bowl. And um, just like our whole season, it came down to the last play. It, it seemed like you guys really used your Super Bowl experience throughout this playoffs to like almost be up seven points at the beginning of almost every single game, right? Like, how important was experience to this journey this year? Uh, it was extremely important. I mean, um, I think for me, 
just knowing when to take those chances and when not to. Obviously, I had the dumb interception that I threw at the beginning of the second half, and the defense trying to bail me out. Um, but just knowing that even when it's not going the way that I wanted to go, to not press, not push, um, and, and let the game come to me, and that's something that I think we uh, did, it, did in the end, and we were able to score there at the end of the game. Very cool. So I'm, I'm always looking to insert clips uh, to make the podcast sound more polished and professional. And I think I'm getting pretty decent at this. Not, not too shabby, if I do say so myself. But hopefully you feel the same way and that you are enjoying this podcast if you are, in fact, listening. So here we go. This is uh, my conversation with Nick Turner discussing all things Super Bowl 58. Welcome back to the show, Nick Turner. Nick, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing excellent. Just enjoyed a long game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what did the announcer say? It was like the seventh longest in NFL history. Right. Longest Super Bowl in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the game should have been over an hour before. In fact, it was running right. like even before they went to OT, right? Right. <laughs> right. In fact, Isaac, Isaac, this is the first year. Like, he likes football. Mm-hmm. He's uh, He stayed up. He made it through regulation. Fell asleep. And overtime and oh. <laughs> and miss the actual ending. So yeah, it happens. He's got yeah. plenty of he's got plenty of years to enjoy many more. So he'll be fine. Oh, very good. Good to hear. Good to hear. So so just be Nick and I tonight. We're missing some of our other regulars when it comes to football talk. Uh Tom McNeil and Tyler Ivansich, but uh we'll do best. I mean, usually you and I come up with some pretty cool, funny banter. Uh, even not even related to the NFL. So if if we have time, which I'm sure we will, we can talk about some other fun stuff too. So <laughs> Right. And I think Tyler, what Tyler had an interpretive ballet dance he was performing in. <laughs> that sounds about uh, right. something like that. <laughs> In the Castro district, I think is what he said. His favorite very, place. Very funny. Very funny. The great thing is he's not here to defend himself. So sorry, <laughs> man. Sorry, Tyler. But uh, yeah, so but I, I mentioned to those guys, I definitely want to bring them on for another episode. It's been a while since I've talked to Tyler and and, uh, and Tom. So, right. so have them back on just to just chat about the breeze. All right. Here's the question. I got a question to start. Oh, very cool. Let's go into it. Who were you rooting for? To you win? know, you know, it's it's an interesting question because a lot of people were asking me that too. Because everyone who asks you, "Hey, you're watching the game?" Oh, yeah, I'm watching the game. I always watch the game. Oh, cool. Who are you rooting for? Right. Uh, just our, our inherent nature as being Southern California guys, we hate San Francisco and the Bay Area and everything. I know. <laughs> so it's like See, the 49ers. Even though I I do acknowledge so many great players have played for the 49ers, so the team itself's been fun to watch. I just don't like San Francisco people. <laughs> and I think our history. I don't know if you remember. Um, back when we were in elementary or in high school, I love the 49ers. Oh, I, rem- I remember one time uh, we you were wearing a jacket and we went to go walk at the, the parade route and you had some people heckling you one time for wearing the 49ers jacket. Yeah, I love, you know, uh, I was I saw I think it was 92 it was like the first Super Bowl. I remember it was uh, San Francisco and Denver mm-hmm. and. Joe Montana, they annihilated Denver. Mm-hmm. And I became a huge like Jerry Rice fan. I wanted to be Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. wanted to be a receiver and like the 49ers. And then, you know, we were Steve Young fans. Oh, I don't know if you remember that. Everybody so, was for if right. the church. So <laughs> true. But we were like football, you know, we enjoyed the football side too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, as I got older, uh, 
like the 49ers owner, you know, he got forced out and the team made stupid mistakes. And when they got rid of coach Mariucci, I was just like, you know, I don't like that city. Mm-hmm. So like everyone I like that played for him is gone and ownership is stupid. So I kind of disowned him. Um, but I found myself rooting for him today for the first time in a long time, just because I didn't want, I, I'm so tired of Taylor Swift and everything. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you, man. That's like what I was kind of thinking with uh, the Chiefs as well. And just kind of like, yeah, I'm just kind of, yeah, yeah, over it. But uh, and then also just kind of a repeat of, uh, you know, from two years, two years ago, two, 2000, well, three years ago, 2021, when they played again. I mean, it would have been cool to see like uh, Ravens in Detroit in the, or yeah, Baltimore and Detroit in the Super Bowl. I thought. Yeah. You know, it's funny. So I realized something too. I, uh, I'm not a fan of running quarterbacks. Um, I think that's one thing that's made the league go down and not be as good as it's kind of like college, more quarterbacks are running. And I thought Baltimore would win. And then I lost. I was kind of like, why did I pick Baltimore? Like running quarterbacks don't like win Super Bowls, mm-hmm. like not someone that can't scramble to get a first down, but someone who like as a play is going to hold the ball and run. Um, like when you get to the Super Bowl, the defenses are just better. And it's harder to do that. No one's really done it yet. Um, someday someone will, because more quarterbacks are playing that style. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just kind of reassured me, like, oh, the team I, I thought would win. Like, oh, yeah, running quarterback. In the end, no, couldn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. As I was you know, watching the game, I'm kind of paying attention to small details. Normally, I don't do that. But, I mean, I'm watching the game, taking notes and things of that nature and just realizing so many – integral plays go into the game itself that you really can't just pin it all on the quarterback saying the quarterback can like will a team to victory. I mean, sometimes they can, but right. it's interesting. You mentioned about, yeah, the running quarterbacks, there are some highly touted, you know, college players that people thought were going to have huge careers in the NFL and didn't like uh, Robert Giffen, the third and Cam Newton come to mind as far as that goes. So, uh, but, but I mean, well, I guess the jury's Scam still Newton? out. Yeah. <laughs> Fernando, they used to say that Scam Newton. I guess the jury's still out on on uh, uh what's his name MVP for for Baltimore. I forget his name now. I I don't even know his name. Okay, yeah, but he's, I mean we'll we'll see we'll we'll see he's how still he's still young. Can. I think running quarterback will eventually win just because the way the game's changed over the years. Lamar Jackson. Like, I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, like the NBA, it's all offense now. It's I hate it. It sucks, and football's just slowly following, in my opinion, just at a slower rate. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool, man. Very cool. So, so again, our normal conversation when it comes to the the Super Bowl episodes, yeah, you know, to talk about the game, talk about halftime, talk about the commercials and trailers, and then talk about food options. Uh, regardless of who's playing and you know how the game actually plays out and everything involved, I just always love the Super Bowl. It's just always a cool cultural experience for me. Right. So, talking about all those aspects, I think is equally fun. So, let's dive into first the game itself. What did you think then? What did you think of the game we got? I initially thought it was going to kind of be a blowout or maybe really high scoring, but the Chiefs were going to win. I, the game ended up being quite quite interesting, I thought. Uh, I thought it was very, very good game. Uh, you know, San Francisco started off looking unstoppable and then turned the ball over on the other side of the field. And I'm like, all right, fumble, first possession. All right, here we go. It's the Super Bowl. Um, you know, low scoring game good defense uh for me like an an old school football game it wasn't a blowout Mm -hmm. so paid attention more to the game because the game was exciting um i liked it i do think san francisco blew it i think uh 
they had their opportunities that particularly that missed extra point mm-hmm. for no reason. I mean, it's a field, it's an extra point. You don't have to kick it far and you kicked it too low. I mean, that proved to cost them the game. And so, like you said, the little things, like the little things count, like one point matters. So we were trying to explain to Isaac today, you know, he's eight and it's like, hey, that one point matters. Like that could lose them the game. And so then when they came to the end of regulation and we're like, hey, uh, that one point made a difference. Um, so, yeah, the little things, special teams, just lots penalties too in the first quarter and first half against San Francisco really hurt them. Yeah, but overall, good game. I'd watch a game like that any, any time. Mm-hmm. You know, I like how the 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 announcers were kind of talking about how composed uh, the Chiefs were basically all season long. Like you know, just managing the game, just like cool, calm, and collective. But it kind of seemed like you mentioned, like you know, the the Forty ers were looking unstoppable. Like they really had their number uh, on a number of plays in the first half. But then again, yeah. you know, they I guess they regained their composure and got it got the the ball rolling as it were. So again, again, that's what, what uh, good teams do. So as much as I, yep. I can't stand hearing about. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift. It, it was a, a, I think a deserving win on the part of the Chiefs, and uh, so many great plays uh, from both sides of the field. So that that was kind of fun to see as well. I agree. I agree. You know, Kelsey was kind of taken out until exhibition time. Just each team, their defensive scheme seemed to work, and mm-hmm. both teams when they would open up, and you think they're just going down in and like this is it fumble or interception or something and so yeah just just made it exciting i think Mm -hmm. um when many years you know it's not a close game heck never hardly ever goes into overtime um so yeah just you know zero zero first quarter 10 10 3 at the half like just a one possession game almost the whole game um so yeah, just really exciting and close where where every play mattered. You didn't didn't have any plays like free plays really. Oh, so just, nope. I mean, I think that sums up the game in a nutshell. Um, just exciting game, good football, kind of an old school football game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of interesting to see again. The, yeah. The two star uh, tight ends for both teams were kind of kept out of the game. Uh, Kelsey. Yeah. Kittle. Uh, but then Kittle, he did come up with a big play in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, to con- uh, to convert uh, on fourth and three uh, yeah, they... for the first down in the red zone, which led to the touchdown. But then, like you mentioned, that led to the miss uh, uh, extra point. Right. So once again, like they both had some plays that really helped the team but neither dominated like you would normally expect them to do. Yeah. So both defensive schemes for the most part worked. Kelsey and over that final drive had a couple key catches for big yards. Um, but once again, I think and at that time they had changed their defensive scheme mm-hmm. because of the situation. So overtime, I mean, I was just trying to think like, man, you're in overtime. What do you do? San Francisco gets the ball. They're just dominating on the run, go down and can't get a touchdown. Like Kansas city gets the stop, you know, what was it? Third and four. Yeah. And the blitz, they got, they got to the quarterback, 
made him throw make a bad throw. And that was it. The defense came through when it had to. So so many little plays, but just a very good game. I, I messaged Tad earlier today that this was gonna be a classic. <laughs> I forgot to message everyone else. Oh, very fun, very fun. Yeah, I did get a message from David. I don't know if you did. It was like uh uh rooting for like Taylor Swift's boyfriend. <laughs> That's been going around. Like yeah. Sarah showed me earlier in the week too. All her all, all the girls had not her, but it was on the interwebs that yeah, I'm rooting for Taylor's boyfriend shirts and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did want to talk just a little bit about Brock Purdy, even though, again, he's the, the losing quarterback. But uh, it was kind of interesting as I was just like, you know, preparing for the podcast, doing research and learning things that it was cool that, I mean, he had an amazing season for the 49ers, you know, set the record wow. for uh, uh, passing yards for in a single season, uh, which, again, was set by uh, Jeff Garcia before him. He only beat him by two yards. So it's crazy to think that. Uh, and then so many prolific quarterbacks who have played for the 49ers, like Joe Montana, Steve Young, uh, John Brody. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's, the kid's got a bright future ahead of him. It's pretty cool that he was drafted in the seventh round, uh, 262nd overall. Uh, yep. So, like, the lowest drafted quarterback to ever play in a Super Bowl, which is pretty amazing. So, you I know, mean, next to, next to Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady, I think, was even uh, higher than him. I think it like I thought. He, I thought Brady was like the last pick in the draft. Period. I had to look at it again. I think he was like somewhere in like the two hundreds, but I think I, Brock Purdy was okay. like now the most recent uh, lowest drafted player in history. But I'll, I'll take a look at that. But regardless, yeah. though, uh, the kid's got a bright future ahead of him. But as you mentioned, you know, a few years ago when we talked about the Rams and uh, when the Rams won the Super Bowl, that you know the. Brett yep. Favre had made it to the Super Bowl. People thought he was going to make it for so many years after that, but then uh, didn't. So, you know, it, it'd be cool if he did, because, I mean, he seemed like a really cool dude, really good guy. But, I mean, we'll have to just wait and see what Brock Purdy's future lies ahead of him. But I think it's actually a pretty good future. Yeah, 49ers, I mean, I don't know whose contract's up, but they're a good team. I like their coach. I think they have a couple years still where they're going to be very competitive. Uh, but Kansas City, back to back, you know, not easy to do, not impossible, but not easy. Have a chance to go for three. I don't think they'll get it, but it's hard enough to do two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Kansas City, you can kind of say turning into a dynasty, or is a dynasty. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I you know I think I don't think there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the NFL these days. Um, compared to what we used to have. So I think it'll be interesting to have a guy like Purdy come out from nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for that. Um, once again, a non-running like running quarterback who's going to hand the ball off more and throw it, play a more traditional game. I think he's got a bright future, but it is not easy to win. And that was the example tonight. And I, like during the game in overtime, I when Kansas city was going like when they were on the 50 yard line, I was like, I think they're going to win. Like you give Mahomes this opportunity, San Francisco, you left too much time on the clock. Like you had a chance at the end of regulation to get the touchdown. You couldn't get it. Settled for three, gave them, you know, two minutes left on the clock. They almost won it in regulation. No. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, I was just like, uh, they're not going to stop him. Like, Mahomes is too good. Uh, and that ended up being correct. I was hoping I'd be wrong, but it just ended up being correct. They're, they're a good team, even beat up. They're well coached. Uh, they, they execute, they executed well, even with all the faults. Special teams came through when it needed, got that blocked point, and uh, they are the champions once again. Mm -hmm. And then Mahomes in a very elite company that uh, there's only three uh, quarterbacks in the history of NFL oh. who have actually won 15 or more playoff games. And Mahomes just entered that cat that uh, uh, criteria, that category, along with uh, Brady at 35, which I can't imagine anybody catching. That's just unbelievable to think of that. Right. And Montana at 16. So obviously Mahomes is going to pass Montana uh, probably next year. <laughs> well, and he's also, I think he's one of five quarterbacks to win three Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's separating himself from everyone else in the league right now mm -hmm. with that with today's victory. Mm -hmm. Um and, you know, that's the question, you know, I mean, how did Tom do it for so long? Mahomes is young. So mm -hmm. like there's the chance, but you know, the NFL is a tough game. Injuries happen. Um, unexpected things happen. People get unhappy and want to leave or they want to get their payday for their family. So, you know, what team will show up next year in Kansas city? We'll have to wait and see, you know, two in a row they're banged up. Even to go three in, in any sport to yep. go three in a row is almost impossible, which is why it's so so coveted. Yeah. So, but it makes it makes it, it's something to talk about. It makes for you know good exciting chat around the water cooler, if you will, mm -hmm. or on the internet now. So there's gonna be lots of chatter. I kind of like what he said. Like, hey, we're gonna enjoy this victory. You know, we're not done. We're still young. And uh, I don't know if you heard his acceptance speech because we pretty much started right after. Yeah, literally almost like the game ended because <laughs> <laughs> of overtime. Yeah. yeah, he's like, hey, we're young. We're not done. Like, we want to do this. We've heard that before, mm -hmm. um, but we'll see. But yeah, it'll it'll make for exciting commentary. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what could have been a slightly boring game ended up being really exciting and fun. So I'm, I'm happy with the game that we got. So it was yeah. a really cool game. Uh, very cool. Anything else about the game you wanted to discuss or bring up? We can always come back to it as well. No, we might. Uh, no, just a good overall game. Classic football game. Very cool. Very cool. So let's go ahead and jump into halftime. So we'll see how long or how short this conversation is right now. <laughs> uh, Usher. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of know his music, I guess. I, you couldn't, I mean, don't ask me when it comes to R&B music, like who's the best. So I, right. I don't know. What did you think? Like we're, we're not Usher fans. We would make fun of him. Let's not lie <laughs> about it. We're more rock and rollers. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I respect him, you know, cause MG, Michael Jackson loved him. I'm like, uh -huh. all right. If Michael Jackson thinks you're good, like, all right, there's, there's something there, mm -hmm. but just not our type. Uh, I wasn't impressed with the halftime show. Um, roller skates. I mean, my comment was to Sarah was like, Ooh, that that's difficult. Like that's impressive. Yeah like dance and roller skates. I couldn't do it. Um, though I'm a white man. I can't dance, <laughs> but overall, I'm like, I knew a couple songs, mm -hmm. but eh, I thought it was just, okay. Sarah loved it. She was, she got up with the kids and made them dance. Um, so yes, ladies, ladies, I think enjoyed it. And I noticed on, I noticed for people too, Albert on Twitter, uh, it, it was people that were, 
you know, eight to 10 years younger than us that loved it. Mm -hmm. Like we were kind of a little old for Usher in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like for, for school dances and whatnot. So mm -hmm. that's the thing I noticed, like people online of that, that age group, they loved it. He's kind of their pop, pop singer, mm -hmm. you know, the, the anti, uh, in sync and backstreet boys and boy bands. Mm -hmm. So, but I thought it was just okay. I wasn't that impressed, but mm -hmm. yeah, the only song that I re really can tell of his that I recognize would be that uh, yeah song. Right, and the last song. I hear it, I always just think of uh, Dave Chappelle's impersonation of Little John, which is so yeah. hilarious and funny to me. In fact, uh, because I've been doing it, yes. I've been putting sound clips into the podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that clip into this episode right now, just just for fun. <laughs> Are you checking any luggage today, sir? the bags yourself yeah. and the bags have been in your possession the whole time what have these bags been in your possession the whole time what these bags have been in your possession the whole time what uh these bags were they in your possession the whole time what and these bags have been in your possession the whole time yeah, yeah. all right well, no, mr john you're all set okay uh pardon me madam will this be reflected upon my frequent flyer miles did you book your flight online? Yeah! And it will be. Okay! Have a nice flight. What? 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 Have a nice flight. Okay! <laughs> Thank you. I approve. So it's funny because before the Super Bowl started, Sarah was like, can we put Usher on? So I go on YouTube and I'm looking and I'm like, all right, what song? And I'm scrolling and I, I go through like eight or 10 songs and she's like, I don't know. And I go back to, yeah. <laughs> and I, and then I see him in it and I'm like, Oh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, that's all I can think of is Chappelle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I thought the same thing. My initial thought hearing it and seeing him on there was Chappelle, the Chappelle show. You know, so. it's actually kind of funny, too. So I was looking at YouTube clips and apparently there's a clip of a TMZ like catching up with uh, Little John at LAX. And uh -huh. you know, he's telling them, oh, Dave Chappelle ruined my life because all, all people do is when they come up and see me, you say, yeah, <laughs> no, you ruined it. You're the one that did that, guys. He was, he was joking about it, too, like saying, like, you know, at the same time, he also right. like raised my brand, like awareness, like people like are, oh, right. went up, like all, I gained so many fans because of that. But I guess he just hates the fact that random people sh show up to him and just yell out, yeah. <laughs> Look, you and I don't know who he is except for that. Yeah. So he has that to credit that we even know who he is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, no, what, I, I don't oh, know. Sorry, what, did yeah. you like? No, I, just, I mean, he's a good dancer. Mm -hmm. uh, Alicia Keys. Eh. Uh, his music is just not my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. So, but like performance wise, if I was into that, I would probably say it was okay. But I was hoping for a little a little more pizzazz or something more personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did seem kind of kind of basic as far as like halftime shows go. But again, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that music, so you can't really ask my opinion. Yeah. One aspect I did thought was kind of cool. But again, this wouldn't really be on Usher's part. I think this would be more on the production crew for doing this was uh, that camera shot that was following him in a circle. I thought that was actually kind of pretty cool. Mm. Like the, the, they're on a circular stage and it's going like a smooth transition from one person to the other in a circle. So like the cameraman was like maybe like in the middle of the stage and like looking at everyone in, in a like a 360 motion. That yeah. was pretty cool. But again, that would be more on the production side as opposed to anything Usher does. So 
Oh, it's so funny too. Cause man, I didn't send it to you. I should have, but, uh, family guy kind of did that already. Oh, they did? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you to watch after, but yeah, family guy, totally riding around on skates oh. Peter, <laughs> with like gear, like even similar gear. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, Oh yeah, dude, it's hilarious. I saw people posting that on Twitter after it was like, okay, that's that's freaking hilarious. I just sent it to you to watch whenever. Oh, very you want. cool. Yeah, I'll take uh, a look at that. It's Good. it's only like five seconds long, and I don't. It's hilarious. Very nice, very nice. So, anything else with halftime? Or are you ready to move on? No halftime. You know, the game was so good. I I did not care about halftime personally. Mm-hmm. In fact, if we're moving on. Probably commercials is next subject. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't really paying attention to commercials either. Um, I was more focused on the game. You know, there's those years where the games aren't that good, so you might get up during the game because you're like, oh, maybe maybe commercials will be better to mm-hmm. get food or drink or use the restroom. This year, like, no, I wanted to sit the whole time during the game, mm-hmm. and when commercials came, is when I got up to go do something. Um, fix something, refill a drink, grab a snack. Um, so I didn't pay attention. I did notice that um, movies didn't show their whole trailers. Yeah, yeah. I did notice, and that was like right when they started the coverage, when they did, I think the Deadpool was one of the first one. Mm-hmm. And it just did like that 15 second or whatever. And then to watch the whole, the whole trailer, watch it online. And I kept noticing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen all of all of the trailers either. Um, cause I haven't gone online cause the game went pretty much up to the podcast. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I totally agree. That was kind of irritating to have them do that. Like I can understand, I guess, from the studio's uh, point of view, like they're, they're paying for a shorter ad. So maybe they don't have to pay the NFL as much for ad time. Whereas, you know, I think yep. four of me, like, you know, 15 seconds versus like a full 30 seconds clip is like, you know, an extra like two or three million uh, for yeah. 15 extra seconds. So I can understand that perspective. But at the same time, it seems kind of weird that for something as high profile as Deadpool and, and Wolverine, which is cool that we officially got that it's a, a, a joint movie, not, not right. just Deadpool 3, but Wolf, Deadpool and Wolverine, uh, that I don't know if they lose some of the audience where people say, oh, this is a trailer. We should go check it out right now. Or, I mean, maybe you just flip it up on your phone really fast as it comes on. But, yeah, it, it's irritating that you don't get the whole thing right there on the spot because it makes it a, a little less impactful for, for someone like me who, who's really looking forward to seeing these trailers. So so I just looked it up. I hadn't looked it up yet. How much for 30 seconds? What's your guess on how much it cost? Um, for 30 I'm seconds. Gonna, I'm in recent years, it's gone up. So I'm going to say between probably like $5 million, right? Uh, it says roughly seven, just in oh, a Google wow. search, wow. Okay. according to the Wall Street Journal. So I'm, I mean, just to do the math, so a one-minute commercial is fourteen million, and how much is your movie going to make? And how uh, much? A lot of studios aren't don't want to look into that, considering how much they lost last year. Well, yeah, they're all losing. So I'm, I'm saying it makes sense this year that they they haven't made money on their past movies this last year, so they don't have the budget like they do to lose. Um, and yes, some movies, you know, you do a two minute or a minute and a half, 21 million for one advertisement. How how much more advertising could you do elsewhere on Facebook and Twitter and yeah. just basic regular television for that same price? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, bang for buck. 
it kind of makes sense to me. But I was disappointed because I'm like, oh, I noticed like no one was talking about it online. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't get the hubbub. I didn't see anyone talking about things because no one saw it because the game didn't end. Uh, so, but otherwise, I, you know, on commercials, I, I don't have, there's none in my head. I made some notes during the game, but once again, I was focused on football. I don't have any notes on commercials this year. Uh, none of them were uh, Danny DeVito and Arnold was a decent commercial mm-hmm. for, was that all state or that one was for uh state farm. I think state, state farm, farm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was funny. I'm like, Oh, I can't wait for people to get mad. They're making a, they're making fun of how he speaks. Can't mm-hmm. do that today. So I love that they did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I thought of all of them, that's the one I remember the most. Cause it made me laugh. Having Danny DeVito at the end, I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go again. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cut. Now what? Neighbor. Yeah, neighbor. Just like it's written on the paper. Neighbor. That was the sheep. And you know it. Neighbor. Still no. Neighbor. Neighbor. Bar. This lady's in labor. Cut. Arnold? Got a bit of a script change. You'll love this. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You are a backstabber. I am a backstabber. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Like, I think a lot of the commercials, uh, we've talked about this before. It doesn't seem like commercials are as funny as they once were, or at least not even as, like, creative in, like, the manner in which they present themselves. Because there used to be some pretty creative commercials back in the day. Uh, So today, it kind of seemed a lot of it was centered around, like, uh, doing uh, reunions of certain celebrities. So, yeah, you had Schwarzenegger and DeVito reunited. You had, uh, there's another one with Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer reunited. Uh, See, I, I was glancing... I guess I noticed during the game, I'm like watching the game and then during the commercials, I'm like checking to see comments or what people are saying about the game. And so I remember looking up and seeing Aniston walking away from Schwimmer. I don't even know what it was about. I did see oh, that. that one was for uh, Uber Eats. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's for. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of seems a lot of the, the commercials kind of lean a lot towards their star power and less mm-hmm. so on like creativity, I think. So sometimes you'll see a commercial and say, oh, so-and-so said that was kind of cool. But uh, yeah, we're not really quite seeing as like funny, creative commercials like we once saw. So as we're talking, I'm like, okay, I remember the Christopher Walken commercial now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was was funny. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, once again, making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was Christopher Walken? It was funny. And then the the potato one. I don't even know what it was for. What was the potato one for? Pluto TV or something TV? Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Pluto TV. I think it was. Uh, I thought that was okay. Mm-hmm. Kids really like that one. Uh, the, the one I remembered also was the M&M commercial. It was kind of doing like the almost winner. So I had Dan Marino on, uh, Terrell Owens and even, uh, Scarlett Johansson for almost winning Oscars. So that one was kind of funny. Like, you know, act, um, uh, athletes and actors kind of like poking fun at themselves. Gotcha. Uh, and then there was one that was also like, you know, blink and you miss them, but Stone Cold Steve Austin was on the Kawasaki commercial. I didn't even see a Kawasaki commercial. Okay. Yeah. It was a really short one. And like, he was in disguise, but like, as soon as I heard him speak, I was like, Oh, that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> hmm. So, but if he was in disguise, are we sure it was him or was it just his voice? He got paid to record a promo and walk away. 
No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was him. Even though I think a lot of guys maybe kind of want to distance themselves after everything with Vince McMahon going on. So <laughs> that's a subject we need to talk about later. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Then <laughs> um, there was a Messi commercial that was kind of cool. I like just seeing oh. Messi getting more integrated with the American audiences. Like you know, really hype him up for for Major League Soccer about to start. That one was uh, uh I think uh, airline. No, I think it was a beer commercial. I want to say I had it with, with it was a. Uh, uh-huh. I think so, Michelob Ultra, yeah. And like, that one also had Dan Marino. So Dan Marino did double duty, two different commercials this year. That was one. So, like, I put the TV on in our bedroom. So if I went to the bathroom or had to go get something specifically during the game, I could still kind of see what's going on. So I remember walking out and seeing Mar- Marino throw – did he throw a soccer ball? Yeah, he threw a soccer ball. That messy. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw that part. Yeah. But then I was turning to go do something. So, yeah. like, yeah, I just – I don't know. I feel like I, I don't care about commercials anymore. Like I used to, like for years they were fun. Yeah. I mean, like Albert, before the game, I saw people on YouTube were doing reactions to Super Bowl commercials before the game even aired. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I just, I don't care. It's a commercial. They're trying to convince me. The, the one that made me the maddest was the Pfizer commercial, but oh, uh, yeah. That's another subject for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. If it ever happens. Yeah. <laughs> but uh and then one more that I just bring up really fast. Uh the the fan duel commercial. Uh they they paid homage to uh Carl Weathers, which is pretty cool. Cause I guess he had filmed the commercial uh, yeah. ahead of time. And then after he had passed, they kind of did a little tribute to him in the commercial. So that was kind of cool to see. I agree. I did I think I saw some of that. That was near the beginning of the game, I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I guess, uh, uh, Gronkowski actually did a, a, a field goal kick and you're supposed to bet and see how he would do. And he ended up missing the kick. So it's funny. I, that one was on and I wasn't paying that much attention, but Isaac, like when he missed it was like, Hey, we saw that blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was, so I looked up and then I saw Carl Weathers and I told Sarah, I'm like, Oh man, this must've been his last job. Yeah. Like his last, at least completed jobs potentially. Yeah. And then at the end, yeah, it said that. And I was like, I bet, you know, that was cool that they added that. It's sad, mm-hmm. but pretty cool that they did that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so that was pretty much all I had with uh, trailers and commercials. So if you're ready, we can jump into uh, food options, which I always love talking about when it comes to the Super Bowl. Food options. I'm ready. Uh, very cool. So uh, so I recently purchased an air fryer, and I absolutely loved it. It's really, really nice. cool. I, I love just cooking anything with it. It's really, really awesome. So yep. this year was kind of a, a down year as far as, like, festives and parties go because Allison had to work. I had to watch both kids. Okay. I didn't really want to have to host people if it's just me and the kids. Right. That's a, a job in itself, trying to watch the game and entertain the kids yep. and convince them to let me have the TV for that long, <laughs> which I did. So that was the good news. I, I, was, I had the TV for the whole time. Oh, remember, uh, you're the man of the house. Yeah. It is your TV. Be a little <laughs> bit like your dad. Hey, no. Nope. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I use the air fryer to like, you know, free uh, fry up some wings for myself, sauce them myself you, using like uh, Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce, uh, gringo banjito, the Dexter Holland sauce as well. Uh, okay. Even Chick-fil-A sauce, like Chick-fil-A sauce is just so, I love it. It's really good. And I never I put that love, on wing, but that sounds pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I even love just frying like dino nuggets, chicken nuggets for the kids and then using my own sauces to dip them in. Right. So the air fryer is just genius. And then uh, I fried some French fries too. And along with that, just like, you know, little snack stuff like uh, Oreo cookies and then uh, uh, like, you know, candy, like uh, Reese's Pieces, peanut butter cups. And oh, that's another thing, too. So Reese's Pieces, I guess, is adding caramel to their candy. I don't know if it, I know you're a big fan of Reese's Pieces before. I don't know if you like that idea. 
but they did do run a commercial that they were going to add caramel to it. I did see that to the Reese's Pieces or the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Oh, I'm sorry, Peanut Butter Cup. I apologize, Peanut Butter Cup. Is okay, that... I saw something on Peanut Butter Cup. Once again, I, I like I looked up and was like, oh, it's a Reese's commercial, and then I looked away. Um, you know, they've done. You know, I love Reese's Pieces. I love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. You know, have you ever had their? I'm sure you have their Reese's Sticks. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, those things are delicious. I'm generally a fan of anything they do, so I would try it. But nothing's in a top uh, or traditional peanut oh, butter yeah. cup, in my opinion. So, yeah. Uh, but you never know; it could be good. Yeah. I, you know, now that you say that, I'm. I generally try not to eat candy uh-huh. that much uh, yeah. now that I'm a little older. But I'm gonna have to try one now. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So for just me and the kids, it was it was pretty simple, but I, I still think it turned out really, really good thanks to the air fryer. So yeah, if anyone's on the fence about buying one, I'd say invest in it. It's, it's really, really cool, and you can get some pretty good ones for a uh, relatively good price too. So yeah, you'll find lots of stuff you buy at the supermarket now has air fryer instructions. Mm-hmm. Not everything, which helps. We've had one for a couple of years now, so uh, for a while it was tricky to like figure out math because air fryers cook faster yeah. in the oven. Uh, so it's nice now that you don't have to guess as much. So I support air fryers. If you don't have one, get one. Um, I still, now let's not lie, Albert, the food tastes better if you fry it in oil. Yeah. I, yeah. I still, it tastes better for sure, but air fryer is just, it's less, it's easier to clean up much faster. <laughs> it's, it's faster than an oven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, air fryers are awesome. Uh, let's see what do we. So we we went shopping Friday night to try and kind of get ahead of some of the Super Bowl rush. Mm-hmm. So our plan, we decided we were going to do wings and jalapeno poppers uh, and cheese curds. And so now cheese curds, we went to Aldi. They have like cheese curds uh-huh. uh, that are really good. So we got those at Aldi, and we we did a test run of those earlier in the week. And just looked up like a beer batter recipe. So we were trying to reproduce Buffalo Wild Wings cheese curds. Have oh, you had those? Uh, no, but that sounds pretty good, though. Dude, if you go back to B-Dubs, get that as an appetizer. And the sauce it comes in is delicious. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's worth it. It's worth a trip there for wings just to try that. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect excuse. Uh, so we're at, we're at Kroger Friday night, and they're out of jalapenos. Oh wow! So we go to the pro. I go to the produce guy, and I'm like, "Hey, do you have any jalapenos in back? You're out." And they're pretty empty on lots of things. Mm-hmm. Disappears, comes back. Uh, no, we're sorry, we're out of jalapenos. I'm like, "What the freak, man?" Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "All right, we're gonna have to go somewhere else now." We got to the back of store, and they had like pre-made jalapenos for like five bucks. Uh, so we we bought those pre-made. Uh, we bought frozen wings. Uh, and, and then, yeah, we did cheese curds again, and we we may looked up a recipe for the sauce online and got everything to make that. And uh, we did the wings in the oven, not the air fryer. Um, and then, so we also decided, I'm like, hey, Sarah, let, let's make our own buffalo sauce. Never done it. Oh, wow. So, like, let's make our own buffalo sauce. So she did, though she ended up changing it and doing like a honey one, and it was okay. I would have rather had a regular buffalo sauce, but mm-hmm. but I'm glad she experimented with something mm-hmm. uh, and tried it. But yeah, we had wings and cheese curds and a great sauce and jalapeno poppers. Oh, and then we also did, that's, I forgot, we did potato skins. 
Oh, okay. Uh, which we'd never done really. Huh. So, and we just kind of spaced it out. Like we did, and that was the whole day. So like lunch was kind of like potato skins and cheese curds mm-hmm. and like something this hour. And then an hour and a half later, we made something else. Then we have vegetables and chips, but didn't have too many of those. Uh, just got full from the other stuff. And then wings for dinner. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I'm glad we experimented with making our own sauce. Um, just trying something different, as you know, which I like to do. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have wings left over. So uh, this week we'll be having more wings. Yeah, we'll be having more cheese curds too. We still have some of those left and sauce, and it was good. Oh, it very good. Cool. Nothing too fancy. Yeah, just homemade wings and a couple little appetizer type things. Very cool. Sounds sounds perfect, man. Sounds like a perfect way to uh, indulge with the game is uh, snacking on good good grub. So I like it. Very good. Yeah, we weren't sure, you know, like, and like the potato wedges, but they don't eat wings and, mm-hmm. they're, you know, you know, children, picky eaters. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, very cool. Very cool. I will say it's kind of cool that with the air fryer, like um, uh, my daughter Avery just made the comment like, oh, it tastes like a real chef actually made it. It's like, oh, cool. Thanks for the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, the kids love it, and uh, I, I can't wait for them to be old enough where they can throw in some nuggets themselves, so they don't have to bother. Right. <laughs> and yeah. depending on the kid, that comes at an earlier age or later age. That's if true. Them, if you trust them or not, yeah, it's kind of one of the things. <laughs> and your air fryer. I yeah. bought a pretty complicated air fryer back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like you can do a rotisserie chicken in it. Oh wow! Okay. Like it's a good size one. I don't know if I'd do the same thing again, but I bought it because I thought you could you know, cook for more people. Yeah. at once yeah uh, make more nuggets at one time but yeah in the end eh, i don't know that it was worth it over just a standard one that you have yeah oh very cool very cool yeah so that's all the talking points that i wanted to go over uh is there anything else about the game or anything else super bowl related you wanted to discuss or bring up no i would still just go back and say it was it was a good day it was a good game uh, we we just put music on kind of at certain points throughout the day. Put on Metallica for a little bit, trying to introduce the children to different music. Rage Against the Machine. We had ACDC on. I eventually put 311 on. Um, and then right around five, switched over to coverage and just had a kind of a good day at home. Um, I had to leave and go get some a couple things from the store early in, you know, in the morning, but we just chilled at home as a family and kids played board games and listen to music and then watch the Super Bowl. And, you know, Isaac fell asleep in overtime. So finally we let him stay up and he falls asleep. But <laughs> ah, it's it's a good story. Oh, very cool. Very Not cool. Just yeah. a good day overall. Perfect. Yeah, I think it was for, for my family as well. We just we we're just missing Allison, but uh, but she was working hard for us, so that was good. Yeah, and uh, it it was cool to see the 49ers actually come out to a Metallica song when they were introduced as a team. They came out to uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls." Mm, like nice. it's like a, they they have a, a long history in the Bay Area, uh, right? With us, and then the Chiefs. I guess they had their traditional like uh, uh, Native American war dance song, which I'm surprised hasn't been like uh, canceled yet. <laughs> you know, I give Chiefs the credit for holding out. I respect mm-hmm. it. Very cool, man. I respect it for sure. 
Very nice. Very nice. Cool. Well, that's all the talking points I had tonight. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up or discuss? It's always fun to have these uh, Super Bowl conversations. Uh, bummer that we were missing Tom and Tyler, but, but I think uh, we covered some stuff pretty good. Yeah, it would have been interesting to hear their opinions and like things that we didn't bring up that maybe piqued their attention and related to the game and food or whatever. But mm -hmm. uh, I'm assuming they had a had a good time and are driving home safely. Very so, cool. No, nothing on the game or food. I think we we hit all the points. Uh, it, you know, it it was a low scoring game, so uh, lots of little details, but not a lot. I mean, we could probably talk for hours if we started breaking everything down, mm -hmm. going into numbers. But yeah, that's yeah. not that's not what this is for. So yeah, I don't know if that would be totally entertaining for for all the listeners. For you and I, it'd be entertaining, but <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. Maybe cool. we could try it one day and see what kind of banter we come up with, but. Yeah, on really its own. Cool to, again, try one of those that we did before where it was like uh, we come up with uh, predetermined topics ahead of time, not telling the other person what we're going to bring up and just go have a normal conversation, see where it goes. So we I should do, do one of those again. I do have something to ask you. Uh, yeah. What do you think of uh, this is so off football uh, Kobe statue? Oh, you know what? Uh, it, it was interesting that I saw that there was like a couple different variations and designs they could have gone with. It was interesting. They ended up going with uh, the 81 point game. Uh, I had heard that uh, the ripping the jersey was going to be one of the options. I really wish they had gone with that one because I always love that story where uh, uh, Victor Brick Jacobs runs onto the yes! court. And yes! him. You could see him on TV when they, they would show that clip on TV. It was so cool. And I know uh, BTV got in trouble for that too. Yes, he did. Yes, so he did. I love seeing that. They would have done an extra uh, statue. And I, I heard, I think uh, Vanessa Bryant mentioned they're going to do two more statues, right? One of them so with I, daughter Gigi, right? Yeah, I, I watched the whole presentation. Um, you know, Phil spoke, Derek Fisher, uh, Jeannie Buss, Phil Jackson, and then his wife. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so she announced, and you can find it on YouTube and just fast okay. forward to watch her speak, but uh, that they were doing three. Mm -hmm. um, but that this one, so it's the it's the 81 point game when he's walking off and hold. Yeah. Holds his finger up. Uh, she says that Kobe actually picked the statue. Oh, really? Oh, cool. So, so they were talking that far back, even before he had passed, right? Yes. Yeah, so okay. I, that's what I'm concluding is that they had talked about it. And he was like, I already know my statue. Like, this is my statue. Mm -hmm. And so she had changes put on it because that's when he's number eight. So on his tattoo, uh, it has all of the children. Oh, okay. Because there were some that weren't born Yeah. at that time. Um, there's a triangle on the bottom. There's a couple details that she had changed to it uh, that she requested. And uh, I also, like you, when I thought about it originally, like what's the statue going to be? I thought of that same moment mm -hmm. of pulling the shirt over and Vic the brick. Cause everything you just said, I, I'm in 100% agreement. <laughs> and I, my reaction is the same as yours. I love that moment. Like that was Kobe. He, he was clutch. He hit the game winners. But the more, like, after she said that, like, Kobe picked it, and the more I thought about it, I'm like, Kobe was the best. Yeah. Like, only one of the players scored more than him. So mm -hmm. as a moment in your career, to highlight your career, 81 points, man. Like, what says, let, let that speak for itself. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, the more I've thought about it, like, I actually think it's a great pick. I think it does proper justice. So... She said that one of the other, one of the other statues, it will be him with his kids. Yeah. All and, of his kids, not just uh, Gigi. 
it might be I don't, you know now that you say that it might be just Gigi okay. uh, them too uh, and then the third one they didn't hint at what it would be oh okay so I'm still hopeful that the third one could be that that moment that you and I both thought about yeah but then again I'm like ah it's Kobe there's just so many there's so many moments there's the one with the arm oh yeah yeah you know, uh, playoffs that, against uh, the Suns, right back. That in was the Suns. They yeah. were both against the Suns. Okay. The jersey and the arm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, there's more moments. Um, so I'm, I'll be interested to see what they do. But yeah, you know, why didn't LeBron show up? Come on, you're the leader of the team. There were other players there. The coach of the Lakers was there. What's wrong, LeBron? You, uh, you unhappy that the guy's better than you because you're not getting a statue? Not in LA. I mean, maybe you'll get one in Cleveland. <laughs> And one trophy, I don't know if that's statue worthy, but uh-huh. in Cleveland, but yeah, he'll get one in Cleveland for sure. But yeah, no, great moment. But also, you know, why did it take the Lakers so long to do that? Uh, I know, like the the date kind of coincided, you know, two eight twenty four to to Gigi's number was two, Kobe's old number was eight twenty four. I maybe I don't know if they were intentionally waiting for that specific date, but uh, yeah, I, I think I agree that maybe it should have been done like as quick as possible after he had passed, I think, but. And I think it's interesting. So remember, you know, when Staples open, it was kind of, we always said like, it was the house that Shaq built, mm-hmm. you know, but really now it's the house that Kobe built. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Kobe is like, he's ingrained in LA. Like we love Kobe. He's, he's the best, best Laker to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Hands down in my opinion. So. No, I absolutely agree. Very cool. Uh, yeah, it looks weird. I, I watch people walking around there. The whole area, I haven't been there in so long. It looks so different, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a cool looking statue. Yeah, I want to go check it out myself. I mean, I, I heard that it's uh, the most statues of any sports arena in any sport. I think they have like 12 now with that, that Kobe statue. And then, like they said, they're, they're planning to add more. So it's almost so, like a, a hall of fame of like, you know, famous athletes. Yeah, so you and have even, uh, uh, Chick Kern and other individuals as well. I forgot so. about Chick. You have Kareem, Magic. Shaq, Kobe, that are Lakers. There's Oscar De La Hoya, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, yeah. And I'm trying to think of other ones. But no, it's cool. On the bottom of the statue, like it, it's a triangle to represent the triangle. Mm-hmm. So there's three sides. And one side has this quote. Another side has uh, the scorecard from that game. From the 81-point game. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then the third side, I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, of course, it's super busy right now because it's brand new. Um, so go when it's not busy. Oh, yeah. should go. I'm jealous. I wish I could go down there sometime with you and like call up the old guys and be like, all right, we're just going to go down. Yeah, it'd be cool. Like, yeah, I'll take some pictures and then go grab some grub somewhere in the area. That'd yeah. Go to the pantry or something. Haven't been there in forever. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming it's still there. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time for myself, too. The last time I went to a game or any type of concert or event, there would have been 2009 oh, a game 2019 but then allison and i went to a concert in 2022 so like yeah just a little over two years ago gotcha yeah so that was fun it was cool nice yeah, yeah anyway that was my other question i was curious because uh, that's been in the news i've been watching oh no no thanks for bringing that up that was actually really cool to discuss that i, I don't remember what i was doing that night for the presentation i might have been busy with the kids or something else going on with school or whatever but no it was it was during the day Cause there was a game that night, I believe. So they did it at like 
it might have been like 11 o'clock LA time, I think. Oh, really? It's oh. like a mid morning. Okay. I yeah, I think, if I remember right. Okay. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, I guess if there's nothing else for tonight, we'll go ahead and wrap up. But uh, thank you, Nick, for giving me your time. It's always a blast uh, to discuss sports and anything else that we love. And so many cool topics to, to go over in the next uh, couple of weeks and months. So I'm looking forward to more episodes with you. Awesome. Can't wait myself. Uh, cool. Thanks, man. Okay, you've been listening to the, the Cats and Fun Podcast. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>